0: Welcome to another film stuff. Today's episode is brought to you by a song we both are obsessed with and couldn't really get out of our heads. How does it go? We don't know if it's Afrika. It's <laughs>
1: some kind of African language, but we're
2: both obsessed with it. <laughs>
0: so, it's another music episode. Mm. I hope you guys listen to our
1: first episode So this episode is going to be more about the technical part About music Yes So you've got your song, now you got to actually use it right Mm-hmm. And I think there's probably three techniques I'm going to say three techniques that are worth talking about Ooh, three So we already talked about rubber banding, that's not included Rubber banding is in another, another episode that we talked about So I'm already assuming that you guys are rubber banding your audio Number one Technique number one is, it was called a J-cut Okay, so if you make like a, like an L, you know how it goes out to the right. Mm-hmm. And if you make a J, it goes out to the left. Mm-hmm. So there are two types of cut where the audio and the video don't happen at the same time. And when the video comes first and then the audio comes second, it's called an L cut. Mm-hmm. And when the audio comes first and the video comes second, it's called a J cut. And what you should be doing is if you're going to have like a big montage music or an impactful line happens, and then immediately you're going to follow it up with like a, a bold song, as soon as the video changes, starting the song is not nearly as impactful as doing a J-cut.
2: Mm. Ooh, boom.
1: So what you want to do is you want the boom, the downbeat, to start on the cut. And you want that lead up to happen before the video even comes. Mm, yeah, It creates a feeling of anticipation. It's exactly when you're in a club and the DJ kind of builds, and then you know the beat's going to drop,
2: mm. the
1: only reason the beat drop is satisfying is because you know it's coming. Yeah. If you don't know it's coming, and then just suddenly it's like, boom! Yeah, you're like, wait, what? But instead, if it's like, boom! You're like, yeah! that was a good one. So that's what we're doing. Exactly. We're dropping the beat at the right moment. when you do montage sometimes it's very impactful to have a cut every time the downbeat happens (laughs) 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 you see it's like kind of boring it gets like a little bit repetitive after Mm -hmm. a while it's impactful if you do it sometimes but you have to pick when to do it you don't always want to cut on the beat
0: yeah, it gets like, you
1: anticipate
0: it, it's boring, exactly. So
1: you need variety is the spice of life, so you should be paying attention to the downbeats and the upbeats, you should be j-cutting, and cutting what the most impactful moment in the music is when you want your most impactful cuts to be. Mm-hmm. So when you go into the montage, it needs to be right when the beat would drop, mm-hmm. and then when you come out of them, it needs to be sometimes like, you need to kind of time it so it sounds like a natural ending. If you just fade out or cut, it's going to sound awkward and amateur and terrible. Do you
0: think the skill could be built or is it trained or is it just kind of intuitive?
1: So when I go back and I look at the stuff that I was editing when I was in high school just messing around on my computer editing in Premiere, I used to play Final Fantasy X on the PlayStation and I record every cut scene just so I had something to edit later and then I'd edit them all together. It didn't have any meaning, but it was just like I wanted something to cut together. I made this one, I used like a Final Fantasy X thing. If you look at it, I cut on every freaking beat. It's not like a metronome, but like I always cut on a beat. And so you can see it and it's like, well, it's not, bad but it's very kind of amateur it's very like i only knew one trick Mm. then you look at me when i was an undergraduate a couple years later and i'm no longer cutting on every beat i did this one thing called word on the street that was like about a very famous skate park street corner And then there's a section where instead of cutting on the beat, there's a skateboarder that's skating. And I cut when he hits the ground or when he grinds on the rail Mm -hmm. or when he comes up on the step. That's what's matching the beat, not the cut, Mm -hmm. the action. Mm -hmm. And I don't do it all the time. Sometimes I'm matching the beat to the cut. Sometimes I'm matching the action to the beat. Mm. And that was like, okay, still not an advanced editing. But you can see that I've developed that skill of timing a little bit more. And then you look at the montages that we do now, which is, you know, 10 years later. And sometimes rhythm is different. Mm. Um, I would also say another film that does a really good job with matching music mm-hmm. is Don John.
0: <gasps> That's one of my favorite movies. He does a great job. And my porn.
1: Joseph Gordon- Joseph Gordon- Love it. He's the director. And the actor Mm. in the movie. You know when he's in the club, they have the zoom-ins, and they cut on the beat when he's in the club trying to pick up a girl. And then he they go to the taxi, and she's like, "No, no, I'm not going home with you."
0: Buy a drink. It's early. Where you going? Where you going? I told you where I was going. Come on. Wait a minute.
1: And then he goes back to the club, and it repeats. But because it was on the beat and it was so strong, he only has to get three beats in and you know what's happened.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's almost like, you know, it was a classical experiment when did you ring a bell, train a dog that when
1: you ring a bell, you're going to give him food, it will salivate. Mm, the Pavlovian response. Exactly. So then eventually you do it long enough, you ring the bell, and then even though you don't feed the dog, the dog salivates. Yeah. So it's pretty much like that. We're
0: hmm. giving hints and training the audience. Mm. So what I've noticed what Lee picks in music it's also, first of all, quality. Second of all, what genre we want. But third of all, it's like, oh, I want to choose a music I want. I could cut into different... Po- pieces mm, that's a big one so like the beats is different it has layers of beats so she could cut it into different pieces and sometimes she would choose we have to sometimes drop a music that even though we love that's because perfect it, for the scene but it's not it doesn't well. go anywhere it doesn't cut really well
1: this is something i learned from air and from basement jacks songs are usually made up of units of four mm-hmm. so every eight times you get to four one two three four one two three four one mm-hmm. two three four one two three four one 2 three, 4 1-2-3-4, 1-2-3-4, Every like eight measures, they change. Mm-hmm. They add an, an instrument, yeah. they take away an instrument, there's a, a new harmony, they take it to a bridge, they move to a chorus, they add another element, so you don't get bored. It doesn't feel repetitive. There's clear fade in and there's a clear fade out. Mm. You, you want all those different sections to sound different from each other so that when I'm editing, it can change to something.
0: When it does get repetitive, like it's very good for DJs to just like go to another song. Right. But it's very bad for film. It's like, so where is the ending? Right.
1: (laughs) So So, like it's not always just after what, ten seconds, your audience is like Okay, Okay, let's move on. What am I looking at here? Yeah. Point number two is pick music that has lots of different movements in it so that you can adjust the timing of it or you can accent specific moments Mm -hmm. so you can go to the chorus early or the bridge early or cut out a measure or cut down the intro or repeat the intro to make the intro last longer you want something that has lots of different elements in it so that you can match the length to the sequence that you have
0: Mm -hmm. all of our music Lee cuts it up into chops and things and just put it together it's like a surgeon who just cut things up and then just put things like in a different places it's not supposed to be. If you were an artist who just gave you a song, it would be very upset. What matches with our video, we kind of
1: customize it. Yes, we do. We customize it. And I do it the most with endings. Mm-hmm. I don't like fade outs. They don't feel natural to me. You can always anticipate that there's more of the song. Whenever I pick a song, I first first thing I do is check the beginning and check the ending. Mm-hmm. If the ending sucks, we can't use it. Mm-hmm. If the ending sounds so different from the beginning, then like I can't use it most of the time though i'll take the real ending of the song and i'll move it much earlier in the song to make it feel like it has a natural ending
0: yeah we're not making like an hour long video no. so our ending is pretty short you know our ending comes really short so we have to make sure it's
1: right it is a pain in the ass to do but it's super worth doing because it makes your music feel like it belongs in that film
0: and it's very hard to um, make it natural and you know as we talk we spends a long time mm-hmm. on it it's worth it though, isn't it? It's very worth it. So I like when Lee pays attention and does the grunt work. I just go like it's paid.
2: <laughs> Basically.
0: <laughs> I said. Eh. <laughs>
1: Last technical skill is this thing called audio masking. This is something that's basically a loud sound. When you put it next to a soft sound, you can't hear the soft sound because your brain is too busy processing the loud sound. Really? Yes. So if you have a really awkward section or an audio mistake that you can't get rid of or something that's obvious and distracting, you can sometimes use audio masking to get away with it. Mm -hmm. So if I have a song that I just can't make that transition into the end really smooth... I'll pick a part where the narrator's talking or I'll pick a part where Susie's talking. Or like Mm -hmm. if there's like a big cymbal crash, when this thing happens, I'll then put the awkward part right after it because your brain can't really hear what's happening immediately after the loud sound. So you can use audio masking to kind of help you make things sound smoother even when they aren't.
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. It could be uh, actual recorded sound
0: of inside the video, Mm. right? or it could yes, be yes. the narration so sometimes we do the honking of a buzz mm. to the awkward part mm. or you can do like um, a clinking of a glass
1: mm. and make that as a transition sound mm. as well um, instead of fade out yes and it sometimes sounds more smooth mm-hmm. because you're you're not worrying about the transition exactly does that make sense what i said it's very hard to explain mm. without actually showing you yes I can try and demonstrate audio masking and we'll see if it works. I'm going to have a secret word that I whisper. I'm going to clap at the same time that I whisper it. And you obviously won't be able to hear it because I'm doing it at the same time, right? So if I go, could you hear what I said? No. Okay. Did you say anything? I did. I whispered something while I was clapping. Now I'm going to clap and then whisper the word, but I'm going to do it in a very short period of time. Audio masking isn't very long, y'all. It's like a fraction of a second. No. I'm going to make it a little bit longer and we'll see if you can hear it now. Okay. Coffee? Ooh, close, but no. Okay, <laughs> one more time. Now I'm gonna really exaggerate it so you can actually hear. Elephant. Elephant. I said elephant. You could hear it that time, right? Yeah. Because there was a very clear pause. But when they're right next to each other, it sounds like coffee. I don't know what's happening, right? So you can use that loud sound mm. to mask what comes after it. Exactly. Oh, that's clever. Very clever.
0: I think the craftsmanship is very important as the artsy part where you Mm. kind of intuitively know where the cut goes and which music it goes with your footage Mm. because sometimes i know what i want and i cobble together but just sometimes it's like not right but i don't know what i get close maybe i get close but i don't get to a hundred percent feels like not polished, that's the wa- word I'm looking for. It doesn't look polished, but it's like little details on the details like l cuts and j cuts and fading in and fading out the right time. you know it's like a little details that that make it professional and amateur. There's cobble things together and cobbler <laughs> a couple I just get to the right point where' just like I want this footage to be in this music.
1: <laughs> See- <laughs> Susie, Susie, the, Susie's the cobbler who's like putting the bottom of the shoe, the sole on the shoe, and the laces in the holes, and the leather on the top. And I'm the guy, the shoe shine guy, with the polish rag who like puts the polish on and shines it up and sits down while you're reading your paper. <laughs> Those tools themselves aren't hard, mm. but knowing when to use them is really hard. Mm-hmm, it is. So, what's your advice to people about how to do it better?
0: Mm, listen to a lot of music. Her friend's film has very bad taste in music it's I don't know what's happening yeah. over there like, I mean I'm
1: like sometimes people have basic taste and I don't know how mm. to say it That's the biggest crime is people doing cheesy music oh yeah cheesy music because it's like I don't know what's happening in their head it's like
0: it's like textbook game really it's just bad taste bad taste that would be my advice listen to a lot of music <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. I think there's going to be another music thing, maybe. What do you think?
1: In the future, not now.
0: Yeah. I think I'm done with
1: music for now. Episode three. (laughs) Episode three. It'll just be the music game for like 45 minutes. (laughs) Subscribe to our film stuff
0: um, newsletter. Actually, I think we're going to have actual better explanation with Jacob and all
1: cuts. Sure. I'll send a video about what audio masking actually looks like in Final Cut. I'll send a video about that too. So sign up for our newsletter. You can find it somewhere on the internet, internet. <laughs> find it hard we'll, we'll put it in the description for this podcast which you can find on itunes or acast or stitcher or soundcloud but i'm sure you already know that because you're already listening to this so it's i don't know why i'm telling you that well i think we should have we should. a musical note.
2: Da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know it's don't 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 hate us, internet, for trying to do whatever African language this is. Because it's not. It's not we're not trying to make f- we're not. Mm-hmm. We love it. We just don't know the lyrics are what the lyrics are, and even if I saw them, I wouldn't actually know what the lyrics are. And also I'm like tone deaf, so I'm like trying oh, it's to true. figure out Susie is so tone deaf. She'll <laughs> sing something and it'll be like like so off and i'm like were you trying to sing this she's like no i'm trying to sing this i'm like what that sounds nothing like that
0: (laughs) all right thanks (laughs)